Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It's what gives us the life. Live. The reality is he is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. You're listening to Real Presence Live across the Real Presence radio network. You might be listening on your Alexa device or even on the app in your phone connected to your Apple uh, our Android Auto or Apple Auto. My name is Nathan Sather. I'm joining you here with our co-host this morning, Tom O'Keefe, who's joining us in the Fargo studio, and we have enjoying a wonderful fall with very warm temperatures. Tom, welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute gorgeous uh, autumn. I don't know exactly what it is across the rest of the listening area, but in Fargo, it has been fabulous. It's the end of October. I'm wearing a T-shirt and a little bit of an overshirt over that. It's been absolutely great. We've been blessed uh, immeasurably, no doubt, uh, during this time. So we thank the Lord for our weather, and we'd like to thank him for a multitude of his gifts and blessings that he has given to us. So, Tom, would you be so kind as to open our show with a prayer, please? I would love to. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, thank you. As Nathan said, thank you for this day. We come to you grateful. This is the day that you have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And we ask for your blessing upon this apostolate and on this live show, that through it, the awareness and of jesus christ comes to comes to our listener and let's just ask for our blessed mother's intercession as she watches over this show for us as we pray hail mary full, full of grace, grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen in the name of the father and of the son and the holy spirit amen thank you Nate. oh thank you Tom. was beautiful and not only would we uh appreciate all of god's gifts and blessings but we also have a particular listener that we would like to extend a a grateful uh, message to this is for stephen Philippi, who's from dickinson north dakota who this weekend tom on saturday celebrated his 97th birthday he is a great friend of the apostolate here at real presence radio and his birthday also is on the feast of saint john paul ii so we're very appreciative of your gifts of time and talent that you've given uh, to um, Real Presence Radio, uh, Steve. So may God's blessings continue to be upon you, and may you continue to be a longtime friend of Real Presence Radio. 97 blessed years. Wow. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> it's very, very good. Now, in our first segment, we're going to be joined um, by Julia Maloney. She is with Tan Books, and she's going to spend some time talking with us a little bit about a special signature set of collection of Fulton Sheen's writings that they've put together. Julia, welcome to Real Presence Live. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, we're just we're thrilled to have you. I know Fulton Sheen is someone that I admire greatly and have benefited from his work, and yes, my children have watched many of a chalkboard session on YouTube with him talking about different things. I, I generally choose to watch the, uh, the anti-communist stuff on YouTube that Fulton Sheen's done. So, Julia, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Tan Books. Yeah, um, so I'm a writer with Tan Books, and I'm also the spokesperson just helping people be aware of this new fabulous set by Venable Fulton Sheen, and um, I 
I've been a Catholic writer for maybe six or seven years. I started at Crisis Magazine, and now I've written for the outlet. And, um, yeah, I'm just so excited to talk more about this stuff that Tan has released. Tan has, has, is, has been so great over the years about republishing spiritual classics. And in this case, um, they are republishing um, the special set of works by Venerable Sheen that have been kind of, that are kind of lesser known. Um, some of these works like Communism and the Conscience of the West. I remember when I was looking for a copy of this maybe six years ago, I, I remember having a little bit of trouble finding one on Amazon. So it's just, it's just now very updated in a, a beautiful set. And it just collects some, some really, really interesting writings um, from Donald So, Julia, what, uh, what attracted you as a, as a Catholic writer, writer to, to Fulton Sheen, and, and what was your first exposure to him? Yeah, um, I had, of course, known about him growing up, but I had never really done a deep dive um, into his works until probably around the the time my my father, who's very well read in, in Catholicism, um, he, he talks about how Venerable Sheen's book on Life of Christ is just brilliant and just has so many insights. And so I did read that and, and came to the same conclusion and started listening to all you know, so many of his old talks, his old catechisms, his you know shows on how to be unpopular, how to um, address communism, etc., and just fell in love with um, his outlook on life and his stories. Um, I love how he has so many stories about helping people come back to confession and make their peace with God, and so many stories about um, just his own way of kind of recognizing that there's a so-called Christ tag on every soul, that's the phrase he likes to use, and how we, we have to, you know, do something to help others who have fallen away from the faith or never come to the faith. So, um, yeah, that's, I just think he's a man of great sympathy and, and brilliance, and so I, I really love to talk about him. Well, I think one of the things I enjoy most about Fulton Sheen is his, when you mention his brilliance, I think about him just being on TV, and if you know something really, really well, you can explain it really, really simply. <laughs> and a lot of his messages, as you mentioned, just cut right to the heart of, of what he was talking about in a very simple way that could be easily understood by people like myself who actually watch it. Uh, does that come across in this collection of writings that you know, Tan Books is, is uh, putting out there at this time? Yes. Um, this set is really um, accessible. It's really like a quick reading, but you feel like you've got, gotten something out of it. Um, he takes, so I would say that there's like one kind of plot line where he's kind of talking about the soul and the interior life and happiness. And he describes it in ways that just resonate with you. Like he'll describe the kind of nostalgia for God that you might have when you're looking at a beautiful sunset. And the way he describes it, it just 
he's speaking soul to soul, and um, he doesn't use really complicated words or anything, but it's a deep truth. It's very profound, but it's also accessible. And then he has this other kind of plot line going through this set about um, communism and, um, you know, just ideology that are um, warring against the true destiny of man. And some of that, like communism in the context of the West, that works. Um, he does use bigger words, like he talks about dialectical materialism and um, different philosophers and that sort of thing. But he, again, he's a teacher, just like he said, and he describes it in a way that you're able to understand that, even if you don't really have training in that area. So I, I just think um, that you're absolutely spot on when you say that there's, there's something, he understands the material so well that he's able to describe it just, just to, you know, the common reader who doesn't have a background in it. So why these five books? He, he wrote, wrote so much. Is there, is there a common theme that they're trying to get across, or, or uh, what, is, what is he trying to say uh, on, on a bigger picture, or is there one? Yeah, I think, um, so in terms of the two kind of plot lines, I described the kind of micro um, plot line about, you know, the soul, the problem of the soul. How, why do I feel unhappy? How can I... How can I ease the guilty conscience? Um, how can I detach from the things of the world that are um, weighing me down and all the noise and, and all of that? Um, so there's that plot line, and then there's the macro plot line of, like, how does what we've said about the soul fit into, you know, what we see in the world with um, communism or with cultural... Mar um, he, he's very prophetic, um, for some of the things that we're seeing today with cultural Marxism as well, where you kind of take Marxism and you um, have a kind of kind of a sexual revolution plant to it, or you talk about redefining gender and that sort of thing. Um, they relate because his main idea is save the soul and you save the world. If we are focusing on the interior life, and these issues like detachment, the habit of virtue, um, being truly happy with God, we will save the world. And focusing on institutions first, focusing on, oh, let's reform this system and everything without talking about the soul and the nature of man, it's going to fail. And we've seen that fail over and over again. No, I think you're exactly right, Julia. And it's, it's so pertinent when you watch him talk with the, the authority that he speaks with and on the topics that he does, you mentioned being prophetic, and I totally agree he's prophetic, but I think that's just because he has a very uh, amazing understanding of the human person because he spent so much time with Jesus. Jesus is the window into telling us what man is. And, and those insights that came from, I know, his adoration time and, and his studies uh, just comes across so pertinently in our own time, we can look back watching those episodes in 1950 and be like, oh, he was spot on. But I, I don't think he's a, a prophet in the sense that he was shown the future. He just understands Jesus and, and, and man and how that's going to affect people if you continue to go down these paths. Would, would you agree? Would you disagree? 
Oh, I absolutely agree. And you, you mentioned the time he spent in adoration, and you know, he, he called it the hour that makes his day. And that's absolutely where he went into contemplation, and he gave at Jesus, and he received insights and, and strength um, that he was able to carry back to us. And I mean, I think that's so important. The more that we do some of the things he talks about here, like detaching, that makes room for the interior life. So we can also spend time quietly with Jesus, um, and we can develop insights about what we're supposed to be doing and what the real purpose of our life is. You talk about uh, detachment. Our society is such a, a society of attachment now, and we just want to attach to something of immediate gratification and his prophetic vision. I think it's, it goes along the line of the church having a long-term vision. He, he could see what was happening. He could see the long-term vision of where things were going. I watched a, a video on, his, uh, uh, on the, the, the vocal minority one time. I said, did he just give this yesterday? And, and it was done in, in 1960. So he could just see the, the, the direction that, that people were going. Uh, when they weren't, aren't paying attention to their soul and detachment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, th- there's something, li- like you've, um, you've both said, the, the way that he's prophetic is because he understands the, the soul of man, and it, it's these timeless truths about what we are supposed to be doing, and when we don't do them, we're not going to work, so to speak. If, he says if you put... Chanel number five, the perfume into a gas tank. <laughs> it may smell wonderful, but it's not going to do what it's supposed to do. And that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're just tuning in, we're talking to Julia Maloney from 10 Books about a set of writings from uh, Fulton Sheen. And we've been spending some time just reflecting upon his great life. But when we come back on the other side of this break, I'm going to share with you my favorite uh, Fulton Sheen quote of all time that kind of links the priesthood with wartime or military service. So if you're interested to find out what that quote is, just continue listening to Julia Maloney and us on the other side of this break. You're listening to Real Presence Live across the Real Presence radio network. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Real Presence Radio is available on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, Okay, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, Play Sioux Falls, or Play AM 970, or Play WWEN. From there, you can use words like Play, Pause, and Stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Google Assistant devices. 
Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. You're listening across the Real Presence Radio Network. My name is Nathan Sathan. I'm joined by Tom O'Keefe. Welcome, Tom. Thank you so much. We're joining you from the Fargo studio, and we're talking to Julia Maloney from Tan Books about a favorite subject of mine, which is Fulton Sheen. A good friend of mine even named his most recent child after Fulton Sheen, Thomas Fulton, so that's pretty cool. Um, He's just a very important part of so many of our, our lives here as Catholics, and Tan Books has put together a collection of his writings, Uh, That's going to be a blessing to many of us, and we'll get that information out here in just a little bit about where you can find them and get more information about it. But Julia, this is the quote that I love the most from Fulton Sheen, and Fulton Sheen didn't have a problem with stealing good quotes from other people. It's actually, I think, a French priest that he's quoting here in this quote, but he says, uh, The vocation of a soldier is next in dignity to the priesthood, not only because it commissioned him to defend justice on the field of battle, and order on the field of peace, but also because it called him to the spirit and intention of sacrifice. And so, being a military person myself, this idea that I'm supposed to live a life of sacrifice just like a priest lives a life of sacrifice, sacrificing so much, right? They sacrifice family life, they sacrifice their own ability to, quote-unquote, live their own life, so to speak, for the, the service of others. Uh, and then yet as a soldier, that's exactly what I'm called to do too. I sometimes put my family life on hold. I sometimes put other things on hold so that I can live this life of sacrifice for the benefit of other people. And I just think when you hear something like that, that's just so simple and cuts right to the heart of the matter and inspires people to live a better, more holy Catholic life. As you said, my soul has been touched by Fulton Sheen. Uh, I just know so many of your readers that are going to go through these writings of Fulton Sheen. They're going to be blessed immeasurably and inspired by it in a multitude of ways. Yeah, definitely. I think that, you know, as you were talking about that wonderful quotation, um, you know, comparing the the priesthood and being a soldier, it just reminds me, um, I talked about life of Christ earlier, and he talks so much in that book about, so that's a different book from this set of books, but, but it's a wonderful addition. Um, and he talks about basically the presence of the cross in the life of Christ, even when he was a babe. And he talks about how in his own life, he had to um, have very stark 
nights of the soul, where um, he, he was he had to taste the bitterness of suffering and some kind of spiritual trial that he had. And so it's this idea of of sacrifice on the cross. And he has another book called The Priest Is Not His Own. And in the beginning, he basically says, okay, here's the one idea of this book. And the idea is basically that the, the priest is a victim. And when priests do not act in that self-sacrificial way, you know, they, they lose the essence of the priesthood. And so I think certainly, you know, um, it's such such rich material, and definitely in, in all of our lives, we can think of the ways that um, unless the grain of wheat dies, we won't have new life, we won't have something burgeoning for us. Um, yeah, that's what I would say about that. Okay, um, I know Fulton Sheen is, uh, is so important in everybody's life, and is, is uh, and you talked about, you know, during the break a little bit about reaching to him for intercession. So, uh, you know, share with us your, your, your story there, Julia. Yeah, um, I, so I really got into um, listening to Fulton Sheen's talks on the Internet and watching his videos on YouTube probably around uh, 2016. Um, and right around this time when um, I was actually doing like this Internet fast, so I wasn't listening, going on the internet for anything except things like bills and watching Fulton Sheen, and it was a very special time in my life. But around that time, um, I got a case of a, a family member who um, was not a religious person, but he was dying of cancer, and I knew he really needed help. Um, and my father really encouraged me to pray that he would go to confession um, before he died. Um, even though, again, he's not religious, we didn't know if he was baptized, we didn't, we didn't know if he was Catholic or not. And I reached out to um, the Blessed Virgin Mary and also to Fulton Sheen, and I, I went to Fulton Sheen because I thought, there, there's no one else I can think of right now who can help me with such a hard problem. It seemed so impossible to me. It seemed like it would be a miracle if, um, if this family member would go to confession. And there were a lot of setbacks in this in this journey. Um, but the, there was finally a moment, um, maybe like six months later, um, where he actually reached out to me after resisting the idea of meeting with a priest or anything for a long time. He reached out to me and he asked me if I would help him meet with a priest for confession and if I would help prepare him for confession. And it was the feast of um, the Immaculate Conception. Mm. And I realized, I, I just to this day, I believe it was the Blessed Virgin working um, together with Venerable Fulton Sheen, who had such a devotion to the Blessed Virgin as well. Um, I believe that they interceded for this impossible case, and there were so many twists and turns in this. Um, I won't go into all of them, but I can only look back and see it. 
as, as something miraculous. And so I just wanted to mention that at the end of each book in this set, there is a prayer to obtain the intercession of Venerable Fulton Sheen. And I, my own personal opinion is just that he, he was so powerful in life and he used to talk about how St. Therese wanted to work for other people um, in heaven. She wanted to shower down so many favors. And I just believe it's the same thing with him. I believe that he wants to shower us with blessings and intercede and work different miracles um, for souls. And so I just encourage everyone to kind of consider that as a possibility. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful, a beautiful, beautiful story that you shared with us. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Julia Maloney here on Real Presence Live. Uh, she's with Tan Books, talking about a collection of books that they're putting out on some writings of uh, Archbishop Fulton Sheen. And I, I think there's a lot of people, Julia, who are very interested in seeing Fulton Sheen become a saint. And so I would encourage them, just like you kind of shared with us, to reach out to him for his uh, intercession. He's definitely such a holy man. Uh, just share with us a little bit about the structure of the books and, and tell us where people can go to try to find these if they're looking to enhance their own spiritual life by acquiring them. Yeah, um, so again, this is a, a five-book set, and the books, um, they, there are a couple books that kind of are more more focused on the happiness plot line. So Way to Happiness talks about a lot of that. Um, Preface to Religion also talks about, a lot about happiness and sin and judgment and things like that. Um, then there are parts of the set that are more focused on ideology and communism and the big picture of what's going wrong with the world. So, Philosophies at War would be one of those books. Communism and the Conscience of the West would be another one of those books. And then um, we have one more book called Thinking Life Through, and that has a number of different topics in it. Um, some of my favorite topics really go, again, into this idea of uh, Marx and Russia and um, communism, all of that sort of thing. But um, it's it's just a really, it's, it's a set that once you read it, I, I think it really kind of meshes together very well. And you can get it at um, tanbooks.com. Um, and again, it's, it's really just this very, as I can just mention this, it's just a very beautiful set. And it has pictures of Sheen at different points in his life. Um, and it has um, imprints of his signature on it as well. So, um, yeah, I'm very very excited about that. Any young boy photos? I always like, you know, to see my heroes as young children. <laughs> um, I I did not see any in here, but there definitely are pictures of him, you know, as a younger uh, man when he's like a priest, but in his younger days as well. Um, it's a very, it's a very good, uh, handsome collection. I'll put it that way. Julie, the the topic of happiness seems to keep coming up and and in today's world everybody seems to be searching for happiness and not find it the way, the way that we're doing it. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, a detachment and sacrifice are going to be part of the the answer but uh, 
you know, in, in, in a nutshell, what, what is Fulton Sheen telling us about the pursuit of happiness? Um, one of the things he says is you can remember it easily by thinking about how contentment comes from containment. So having limits is like being in a walled garden that's very beautiful. Um, it's, it's quiet, it's peaceful, it's beautiful and breathtaking, and that's the way our souls are. Um, we need to have more limits on what kind of pleasures we spend ourselves on. We need to have limits on how much noise we let into our lives, how many things we think on. We need to have limits on worldly things that we don't need that are impeding us from spending time with God. So I think in a nutshell, that's kind of how I would summarize it. No, no, it's very beautiful, Julie. And I think for those of us, I mean, just if you thought about it today, there was a guy who was Catholic on TV who was nominated for three Emmy Awards and won one, you'd say no such world ever existed. <laughs> and yet it did because he was such a captivating and good man. Any final thoughts before we let you go, Julia? Um, I, I hope that this um, set will inspire people to um, not only seek the intercession of Venerable Fulton Sheen, but also just um, if you haven't read some of those other works I mentioned, like Life of Christ, and um, The Priest is Not His Own, and, and some of these other works, I would just highly recommend doing a deep dive into his writings, because they, they've been so fruitful for so many of us. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Julia, on Real Presence Live. Thank you for having me. Yep, you're very welcome. And on the other side of this break, we'll hear about some of the amazing things that are happening at the University of Mary. You're listening to Real Presence Live across the Real Presence Radio Network. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 